Hey everybody and welcome into episode 37 of the Nerd Mosh Pit. And yes, this is 37. We had a debate during the show about it. Um, but on this episode, we talk about Better Call Saul as normal, but uh, South Park, also some Netflix stand-up, some other shows that you should be checking out on Netflix as well, and also a, a list of um, really good movies that are out right now that um, I had seen, Kitty had seen a couple as well, so go check those out. Um, remember to like, subscribe, comment, share with your friends, your family, your enemies, and everybody in between. We really do appreciate all the love and support, um, all the five-star reviews on iTunes. Thank you all so much for the time um and uh, if you guys like the show remember to follow us on twitter at nerd Moshpit. and uh thank you so much for tuning in and have a great one enjoy uh does anybody know what episode we're on 38 39 I don't even know. We're still doing a podcast. Not quite 40 yet. I know that. <laughs> I know that. Whatever it is, not quite 40. I think we hit, we hit like high 30s in Steffi Geek Up, Matt. So I think we're breaking our record. Right we're, now. Are we breaking the record? All right. That's good to know, man. Nice. Hey. Uh, all right. That's awesome. The last episode was 36 with White Boy Rick. Was it 30? I thought it was 37. Oh, well, 37 it is. We'll just say that. Uh, you know, we haven't been doing well with the episodes. I'll have to start doing a better job. And since West isn't on, Mess 5150 isn't on, no one's doing research for us currently. We're all probably just nope. sitting looking at screens. So, uh, welcome in, everybody, to Nerd Mosh Pit. Uh, we are back in action here. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the last episode. Uh, where we got to have a lot of fun. And uh, this episode will be the same. We got Kenny back. What's up, dude? I'm still alive. I'm still kicking. <laughs> still in the backyard, vaping away. I like it, man. Good shit. Front yard, but close oh, enough. Oh, front yard, backyard. You know, tomato, tomato. You got a yard in California, man. Lucky you. Yeah, if only it wasn't dirt. You live in that cake eater life, bro. That's all I know. Hey, dude, we finally, we finally <laughs> got, we finally got like ten minutes of rain today. I think so. Everyone's like freaking out. Oh, good for you guys, man. I, I've Gosh, seen a lot of lightning been, storms out there. Been, what is it? Over the last 140 or 160 days, Southern California has gotten 0. 0.04 inches of rain. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> that's, how, that's how parched it is. Watch out. I like that you say There's parched. a lot of water. That's straight drought, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah seriously well good for you guys man i'm glad you're getting some rain we've been getting some rain up here in the bay as normal so that's good and what's up nick from dallas man how's life bro what's up it's light it's light it's light oh it's light. man nick i have the best meme ever to send you right now that i sent all the guys <laughs> i play fantasy football with you're gonna love oh you have to send it I it's, making have to. The, it's, it's making fun of the Cowboys. So that's why I have to send it to you. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. I just sent it to you, and it says, Presidential alert, Trubisky and Mahomes have more touchdowns in one game than Dak has all season. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the Dallas savior, Dak Prescott. He has made a solid choice is all I'm going to say. Okay, so he, I'm sorry. I got to throw it out there right now because I'm still really angry about this. Uh, how does Drew Brees throw five touchdowns last week? And this week he decided to throw not one touchdown and the Saints still got 33 points. Uh, That's my rant. Has that, ever, has that ever happened in fantasy, in football ever? Did that, that Drew might, Brees? 
He threw that's zero touchdowns last week. That's what I'm saying. That makes no you sense. You know what that's it's called? Alvin me. Kamara. Alvin. Mario. I mean, that's... I hate him. I don't I hate know. Him. They, they Kamario sounds like an part. awful nickname, by the way. I'm just saying. Here, here's the worst part. It's from a, a podcast list, too. Here's the worst <laughs> part. The guy I was playing against had Alvin Kamara, too. Just to, just to, just a really... Just a really... Oh, did you have Breeze? Yeah. I oh, that's even yeah, better. That's even better. And then the guy I'm playing against... That's hilarious. Alvin He's breaking all kinds points. of records, and he doesn't throw a touchdown Alvin, pass for you. Alvin, Alvin Kamara got 40 points, and Breeze got 8. That is <laughs> was fantastic. No, that, that's an all-time low for Breeze and fantasy points. I bet. Hey, but I got to throw it out there, man. King of the North, man. We are the kings Troops. of the North. The dude, the Bears are so reigning happy. supreme over <laughs> NFC North for sure right now. The Vikings have one good game. The Vikings hey, are awful. The Packers quiet, can't man. figure anything out. I'm gonna, I am gonna ride this so and hard. Detroit and is week, Detroit. This week is a, week is a bye week. <laughs> This week is a bye week. Oh, you so guys can't. You guys, the north. yeah, you can't lose either. So even better for you guys. Good for you. Dude, Dude, my I, favorite I, player in the NFL doesn't even play for the Cowboys. Every time I walk by one of the Packers fans at work, I scream "King of the North" and walk away because I just have to remind <laughs> them. Uh, 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 <laughs> gotta I, just rub like, it in a little bit there. Huh? They were like, how long are you going to ride this? And I was like, I'm riding this for years. Oh, dude. I'm always going to remember week four. (laughs) Week four. Week four, 2018. 2018 season, dude. Bro, it matters. Hey, dude. Trubinsky is the king, dude. He's he's the truth. No, he's not. He's not. We were playing the Buccaneers. Give us a break. Oh, man. The the best part about that is you guys beat down him so bad. They're like, all right, we're done with this Fitzpatrick experiment. That's yeah, fantastic. we're done with this gamble. Let's just yeah. put in this other guy who all sucks right. just as The guy bad. who we spent all those draft picks on, we'll, we'll get back to him. Crab legs. Crab <laughs> legs. Oh, my God. Now I have to watch Jameis Winston walk. Oh, jeez. Crab people. Crab, crab people. Just South like Park. Talk like people. <laughs> Nick, you all said right. cra- South Park's been crushing lately. It's It's been crushing. Yeah. Um, like Kenny, Matt, homework, watch this South Park episode. L- let me just preface it as far as why it's so freaking funny. Um, you know how the Catholic Church is in the news, pretty much. No, it's not, because no one seems to care that they rape little kids. And, and they, we're not going to jump get... into that on today's show, <laughs> so we'll just move on past that. Uh, anyways, back to South Park, Nick. But you know how the Catholic Church is in the news every once in a while for certain things. Uh, Anyways, they go hard on that in this episode. So basically, you have these uh, priests that uh, there is a later episode a while back ago to where I don't know if you all saw it, but neither here nor there. But anyways, Butters and... Uh, father, what is it, Lovejoy or whatever his name is, start to have a special friendship. Oh, and that's what the episode is about. And I'll let y'all watch it. And <laughs> the friendship is not what you think it is. It has nothing to do with that, but everybody misconstrues it. Of course they do. Because no one believes how worst. good Butter is. He's a kind soul. 
but you have to watch it because the people in South Park go to church solely to um, raise their voices during the sermon and make priest jokes. Oh Jesus! So they just they just sermon. they heckle the priest at church. They heckle the priest <laughs> while he's giving a sermon. Okay, that might be worth tuning in. It's it's worth it, guys. I'm telling you, go and watch it. I don't want to reveal too much. Um, but it's it's good. We'll see. I don't know. I have another buddy that's been saying South Park's been doing really well lately, and honestly, I, I just every time I've tried to get back into it, it just it, I feel like it betrays me even more. Like I just I don't know. It doesn't hit the same marks it used to. I guess. But I like. I've tried to I, watch some recent episodes, but I just I can never get into it. Yeah, and to your point, some of the recent episodes are not that funny. Uh, aren't that good. Uh, but this one made me laugh out loud throughout the whole entire show. And if it makes me laugh out loud throughout the whole entire show, I'm going to recommend it. Good. No, that's awesome. And that's the thing. That's nice to see. You know, they're still around. And even like The Simpsons, right? Like, they had to have a moment where they kind of renaissance to themselves, right? Where they had a few years that were pretty lull. And then they got back into some great stuff again. And, you know, it, it's there's a there's a kind of a... A roller coaster effect, I guess, if you will, with those long time running shows like that. And, you know, South Park's going to figure it out again. Matt and Trey, you know, they're they're phenomenal, dude. Those dudes are comedic geniuses and they've been all over the place, right? With Book of Mormon and stuff like that. And it, it wouldn't surprise me that South Park was suffering a little bit during all that, you know, maybe kind of just going through some motions. Right. I didn't know The Simpsons that Simpsons had a revival. Ah, I have a lot. I know a lot of people that you know. It's still going, and there's a lot of people that are still really enjoying the hell out of it. I have a couple friends that, you know, not recently, recently, but you know, within the last few years, they were saying that it was it was excellent again, and I was like, ah, good for them. Interesting. So yeah, I know it was still on. I just haven't heard anybody ever talk about it anymore. So I need to talk about a show that I've been binge watching. Um, have you guys ever watched or heard of animal kingdom oh on hbo yes it's on fx oh then no, i'm thinking of a different of a different show then. i've heard of it same previews for it it is i, I have it. i have watched a season and a half and like a week and a half so far it is such a good 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 show the first two seasons are on amazon prime uh, right now, so I've been downloading and watching them. Animal Kingdom. But, yeah, so it's the the whole story is basically there's like a crime family who lives in Oceanside, and not really crime <laughs> family. They're more they do heists for like their mom. Oh, really I've seen dynamic. the trailers for this. Yes, it's really okay. Good. I I know what really you're talking about now. Show. And um, what's his name? Um, Sean Hatosi. He he's one of the characters in it. He was in Southland. That's what I remember him from. Um, he's got like freckles. You'd recognize him if you saw him. No, I, there's a lot he, of actors and actresses on that show I recognize constantly, and I just have never checked that out before. I, and because no one's ever said it was good, I've never talked to anybody that's enjoyed it. He's he's one of he he is my favorite character in the show. He's creepy. He's dark, and it's just it's such an addicting show to watch. Hmm. Seeing like how all these like brothers interact with each other and, and go through these heists and everything. It's, it's really, really interesting. And it, it looks kind of corny at first. And there's some parts that definitely have that corn to them. And I'm like, Oh God, this sucks. But, um, 
overall, it, it's a great show. It's just a great time waster. You know, if, if you want to just binge on something, it's it's a great option. I'm surprised I've let it go under the radar for so long. My brother and sister-in-law were like, hey, have you ever watched Animal Kingdom? Because we were talking about Netflix shows. I was like, no, what the, what the hell is that? And yeah. like, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. I was like, ah, it sounds kind of dumb. Yeah. And then I watched like the first two episodes and I just can't stop watching it now. And, Speaking of and the mom in that was quite the 80s bombshell back in the day. I'm just saying. Ellen Barkin? I think she's yeah, the mom she, in it. But she was in the, she's yeah, an she's an eighties like she, she's I remember her just being an eighties chick. She, she plays the uh uh the badass uh, uh mom. Yeah. She's yeah, she's, she's yeah. She's the uh she's this kind of like same mom from like uh Sons of Anarchy, right? With uh Kathy whatever. Yeah, name. same the only other person I really I recognize from that show is um for, um his name is Scott Speedman. He's one of the main characters in it. His name's Baz in the show. But he kind of looks like a, a cutout, like, kind of looks like just a model, honestly. <laughs> he looks like he belongs, like, That's cool, man. somewhere. That's cool. I'm looking at his IMDb, but I'm not seeing anything in it that I don't know why I recognized him. Yeah. But he does a really good job in the show. So he's been in a lot of horror movies and the Underworld movies. Ugh. <laughs> uh, eh, you know they had, the underworld movies weren't horrible for ever. They were they had a the good point. They had good. a good spot at one point, I think. Right? They, they kind of did. The first one yeah, was pretty. It, the first one was pretty solid. But you, if you're looking for something, I've ran out of stuff to binge watch on Netflix. So if you're looking for something to binge watch, uh, you can go to Amazon Prime and watch this. And the first two seasons are free, and they're eleven episodes long and they're each an hour long. So it's nice. plenty of material. Well so. so have you guys watched so I, the show that I got back into now that we're talking about like shows that have been around a while that are having like some revivals, like revival series and stuff, is always sunny in Philadelphia, dude. The thirteenth season started and flip, flip, I'm not gonna lie. The thirteenth season Philadelphia. <laughs> you know, first off you guys you guys know uh, Always Sunny is very unabashedly un- unapologetic about the shit they do and the shit they oh, say yeah. on that show, and they're very crass with a lot of that. And this season, they've done this whole kind of—I I don't want to say it's—it's it's make fun of. They're definitely bringing light to some of the issues, but they're—they're they're doing a lot of this whole Me Too thing, where like Frank is being caught like running around with his robe oh, opening no. randomly. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, they did this whole, like, uh, Women's March episode where they (laughs) decide to go and chug beers on a plane, but it's a remake from one of their uh, episodes they did last year, going to the Super Bowl. So it's like this whole, like, why do women have to do everything, you know, as a copy? Why can't they just do their own thing? But it's just... It's been hilarious, I, I honestly. Love, and I D and the, the and Huff Paint. The main lady, D, I, I, you know, the the girl in that D, she is phenomenal in it. Like she's just, she is so much funnier than she's ever been on the show. I love and how, all the characters are so killer. Yeah, I love yep. how willing it's always Sunny is to make fun of themselves. Yeah, like they hold they hold like nothing back. Like I was watching. Uh, well, they've turned they show... Mac into like this super beefcake uh gay dude now and they're just yeah. like the first episode of the 13th season he gets a sex doll of dennis and they're like you're fucking that thing aren't you he's like no no i'm not fucking that thing you know he's just a replacement because like dennis is gone for the first episode 
And they're like, no, you're totally banging that thing. Like, we know you are. And he's like, no, I would never do such a thing. And then Dennis <laughs> shows back up later on in the episode. As toilet's totally spoiling this first episode now. But they're like, so you guys let Mac fuck this thing the whole day? And they're like, well, I mean, we couldn't stop him. You know how he is with you. And then he's like, oh, yeah, whatever. Well, moving on. Next subject. Like, totally, like, it's not a thing that he's gay. Like, everybody knows he's I, gay forever. So I, I was, you know, they, <laughs> it's they, so they stupid, show... man. They show It's Always Sunny on Viceland now, and I was watching it a couple weeks ago, and it was the episode where they went down to spring break. Oh, yeah. It was such a good – they were in, like, this crappy, like, Roach Motel. It was such a good episode. And by the end of it, they were like, we hate this. We can't do this anymore. We're too much of adults for this shit. Like, it was so good. (laughs) I need to to catch up with that show because I absolutely love Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and I have taken such a hiatus from it, and it's not intentional. Just I had other shows that came up, and – one of my favorite parts that I said it earlier was, it, did y'all see the one where it's like, oh yeah, just eat some cat food and huff some paint, you'll be good to go. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's like, a, yeah. it's like you'll be so sick that you, all you want to do is go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, so and that's the thing. Like, I didn't like, in, I just didn't have cable for a long time, right? And now the PlayStation View, they started doing FX on like the basic package of it now, and so I got Always Sunny again, and it's been fantastic watching. It. it really has been really fun going back and watching it and that new 13th season just started so it's even better because it's just such a great been show. fantastic so uh but as far as like netflix and stuff concerned like actual like binging things uh i've been watching a ton of like british stand-up on netflix <laughs> like it's been ridiculous i was you and the brits man dude it is they have like really good stand-up on netflix with them right now just like I'm look I'm on my laptop right now you can hear the music in the back um but like I talked about Daniel Sloss on the last episode with uh with West on it but there's another dude his name is James uh Acaster and this guy has what's really cool about it though is because they're not like super well-known comics right they're not doing just like one special Daniel Sloss has two specials in one sh- in like one season if he would have his stand-up and this Dan- this uh, james acaster has four so it's four hours of this dude's stand-up and they all kind of tie in together they're freaking hilarious and it's just really good stuff it's very different from a lot of what's going on even though i love everything tom segura is putting out on there and like um Gosh, I can't think of the other dude's name. Like, I know Burt Kreischer's on there, but, like, John Mulaney has a bunch of really good stand-ups on Netflix, too, right now. A lot of the females, Christina P. has a really good stand-up. I mean, there's just... I'm loving it. Like, that's what I've been binging on Netflix right now. I haven't been diving into shows. I've just been watching a ton of stand-up. And considering the state of my company, I'm probably going to have a new career as stand-up now. So, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh, what's no, going really? on? Oh no, we'll uh, we can talk about that after this. Uh, it's nothing crazy, but it's just been funny last uh, I have, week or so. I have such a tough time watching stand up. I just i I try to watch it, and I get like five minutes in, and I'm like, I'd, I'd rather be watching something else. But like, I am. Um, uh, I did try. I watched. I almost finished the first episode of Man in the High Castle mm. on Amazon Prime too. Okay. It was super intriguing, Nick. I it, think you would really dig yeah, it. Yeah, that's something I want to watch, but I don't have Amazon Prime. Man in High Castle is 
I tried watching the first season when it first came out, and it slowed down out of nowhere on me, and I never finished it. So oh, I, I've been meaning to get back into it, and I never did. Someone wants to give me their credentials so I can watch this show. <laughs> Why? How do you not have, How do you not have Prime, Amazon Prime? Prime? What is wrong I, with I just, you? I just don't. It's, I don't. What? Do you not order things on Amazon? <sighs> Once every blue moon. But why don't you have Prime then for free delivery? But if you have if you have Amazon Prime, you get all the the video packages with it too, which is great. And then you can connect it to your Twitch account. Yeah, like I, I rarely order through, stuff on Amazon. You get like free I, games through Twitch. You get I'm a very get frugal NFL person. Network. I'm a very frugal person, and I just I rarely buy things in general. Okay. Okay. But I, I, you don't have I, to be in con- you don't have to be into consumerism, Jeez, bro. It's so all good. Defensive. Don't worry about it's it, man. Okay, man. You're Relax. all good. I, okay. You live Jeez, in a state. You live in a state with no sales tax, bro. It's cool to be cheap out there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Anyways. a total side note, guys. Um, <laughs> so on a like, total side is... note, I I almost signed up for the Amazon credit card. Because it gives you $70 once you sign up, and I want Red Dead, and I don't want to pay for it. So. <laughs> You're going to get a credit card for a free video game? <laughs> yes. That sounds, Dude, that, very fiscal, that sounds very fiscally responsible. That That's well, that's excellent. Well, there's no fees or anything with the card. I mean, come on, man. It's $70. Oh, that's so boom. funny. <laughs> like, I was looking at Red Dead, because usually they do, like, the pre-order incentives, where it's like, 15 bucks cheaper yeah and that one isn't and i was like god damn it and then it's like you could have ten dollars left over if you just open an account and i was like hmm like i seriously was thinking about it <laughs> that's hilarious speaking of being fiscally responsible i almost bought a car the other day i'll just say did you yeah We'll move on past Why? that. It's not that interesting. I I love my Altima. I really do. I just I don't know. I've been wanting a Jeep for a long time, and I almost bought one the other day. A Jeep was it just spur of the car. moment? Was you like just driving down the road? Be like, you know what? No, I've been thinking. I've been thinking about a Jeep since I was in Texas, dude. And I actually regret not getting one while I was out there. Honestly, um, once again for the whole no tax thing. Um, oh uh, yeah, it's that's been just don't... gone and passed now. So. Just take it from me and don't buy a forty thousand dollars sports car that takes premium only. You'll regret it. Yeah, well, I, that's the thing though. So I meant to, I meant to Oregon. talk to you about it, right? So, because uh, I was looking at the Subaru Legend, I was gonna I was gonna go and check one out. Oh, if you're getting a Subi, you need to get a Subi, dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like, what are the taxes like in Oregon? It's like just buy it in Oregon and then. Drive but that's back. the thing is when I go to pay taxes at the end of the year though, because that's not going to be registered. Yeah, it's going to be gonna registered in California. You. It's still going to get me. So, oh uh, yeah. And I'd rather not talk about how I'm going to try to screw over the IRS on a public forum like this. So it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good call. <laughs> <laughs> going to be real hard to stand that one up if they come after me. Well, we heard yeah, here. They're big, they're big fans. We of heard the show. we're actually real big fans of this dub show. You do. Called Dirt Bosh Pit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we won't come after you if you let us have a guest appearance. If you let us be on Deal. there more than Dude, we could have them on for tax season and they can give tax tips. It'd tax be great, tips? Great collaboration. Dude, yeah. yeah. You know they're Dude, they'd be the most fans. boring people to be on the show. Big fans. IRS. Big fans. Appreciate you. At IRS.gov on Twitter. 
I don't know that for sure. Not but... unless they're nerds like us and more power. Eh, whatever. We'll see. Anyways, what else? So we were talking about Netflix stuff. Have you guys watched anything else on Netflix? I've, like I said, I've just been doing a lot of stand-up on there recently. Dude, uh, I need to get into more stand-up stuff. I still haven't seen the new Chappelle special like that came out. Like, oh, ages dude, ago. that was really good. Yeah, yeah. the two-part uh, episode. And the or, reason yeah, why sure. is there's always something else I want to watch. I'm like, I'll get back to this. Oh, it's like, no. I'll get back to it later. And then it never comes to fruition. It's like I always keep on pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. Because I'm kind of like, I think Kenny was mentioning it earlier, or maybe it was you, Matt, um, to where if I have the choice between watching like a, a series – versus just a comedy stand-up i'm always like ah, i'd rather watch this series ah, see like if i'm gonna go and invest time right like if i'm gonna sit down over the weekend and play some video games or something and i want something like playing right i want a long series like that for sure but if i'm like sitting down and like gonna be invested into something for a while like i that's what i actually want stand-up because i want to like watch it i want to enjoy it you know, i really do enjoy watching stand-up yeah, I, I do too. It's just that I enjoy TV shows, like just um, watching a, a series more. See, with series, I just get really upset. Like, I get pissed off when I feel it was such a when – when I'm like, that did not have a good payoff. Like, that it pisses me off, man. Like, that's why I stopped like watching – watching, Like, I stopped watching Walking Dead, right? Because it just – there was no payoff anymore for that, right? And Yeah, I keep on seeing the previews for that. Uh, Rick Grimes' last episode. Last season yeah. of Rick. Yeah, the last season of Rick. I've, got a, I've got a coworker who's like a diehard Walking Dead fan. And I was talking to her at her desk the other day. And I'm like, so how's Walking Dead? And she goes, I think this is the last season I'm going to watch. And she's like, I'm just kind of bored. I was like, wow, you too? Like, you're serious about it. And she's like, it's just not it's not what it was to me. It's just yeah. done now. Yeah. I was like, wow. Well, you can see I got off of the train like years ago. I, I stopped about two dead. seasons ago. Yeah, I stopped. Just bleh, I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, it's two seasons for me, too. Yeah, it was. And you know what, man? If you're if you're if you have a show and you're not willing to cut off your main character's hand for <laughs> posterity's sake, I don't want to watch you. I don't want to watch you anymore. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I don't care about spoilers <laughs> because I'm not probably gonna I'm not gonna go back and watch it. But whatever happened to Carl's Carl? Yeah, like, dead Carl or something? got dead. Carl. He's I heard dead. got eaten. Yeah, I heard he like got eaten. Yeah, up. he's dead. Yeah. Oh shit! So that's why it's not in any of the previews. Damn. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's Carl's gone, gone from what I heard. And then, oh. yeah, uh, it oh. just, you, they're definitely shifting towards Fear the Walking Where's Dead. The and they're letting oh. the main show go, man. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a bummer, man, because I used to love that so show. Did that. And now it's yeah, so did I. Yeah, I loved it the first three seasons. I would get past that. I still liked a lot of them after that. But, like, I, once it just became The Walking Dead, the shootout show, instead of The Walking Dead, the zombie show, then I was like, I'm done. But yeah, I, it was always about those people surviving in that, right? And then it became this big action flick. And it just it wasn't a good action flick was the problem. Yeah. I don't know what it was that made me lose interest, but I think it was just other shows came on, and I just forgot about it. But no. the first three seasons were excellent. I definitely made an active, like, no more of this. Can't do it anymore. Coral. Coral. You and your pudding. <laughs> Coral. 
Anyways, uh, gents, so, what? Nothing else on Netflix, guys? Uh, there's been a dude. There's a good bunch of shit on Netflix right now, by the way, because dude, I need to watch Ozark. The new season of BoJack it. Horseman came out, and that's been really funny as well. That's been really solid. I think they had BoJack Horseman come on uh, Adult Swim, or Did they? not on Adult Swim, Comedy Central, maybe. That's a Netflix original, though. No, it's it's on. I swear to God, because I was just oh, watching no. it after. That's crazy. It came on after South Park. Bojack what? Horseman. Yeah, that's gnarly. It's on Comedy Central. Good for Bojack yeah. Horseman breaking out of Netflix like that, doing a little couple. Of, that's that's interesting, really. Yeah. Um, have you guys watched any of the uh, CNN like docu series stuff, like the '60s, '70s, or '80s that was on Netflix? Uh, I've watched mm. them when they were on CNN. So they, yeah, the the '90s one just came out on Netflix. If you didn't watch that on CNN, and it is really good as well. It's one of the things that's cool about it. Obviously, being you know, I was, I, I, I wasn't, even, I was, wasn't even in double digits in the '90s. You know, I'm still, I was still pretty young in, through most of the '90s, and I just remember all of these moments in history like as a second like kind of a passenger right like i was never actively involved with stuff like kuwait yeah. and you know bill clinton's scandals and oj and all these things right um you know you're just kind of a passenger with that when you're really young because it doesn't bother you it doesn't affect your day-to-day -day, right and oh, it's been man, i remember that stuff so i, uh, I remember so, it. oklahoma city bombing yeah i remember those things right but i don't remember like being involved or invested in them right and what's really no. cool with the 90s docuseries from CNN that's on Netflix right now is you kind of get to relive that stuff and you get to find out all those details that just weren't there for you as a child, right? Like no one sat down and talked to you. Well, at least not me, right? Like my parents didn't like sit down and talk to me and explain to me what all that meant, right? Like no one told me about Clinton's investigation with Monica Lewinsky and the first lady Paula, whatever her name was, or like no one told me about those things right like no one explained to me what was going on with them and it's kind of cool was watching Paula Abdul right no it was not Paula Abdul <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just doing stuff on purpose because we're gonna uh, just kind of a hint towards uh, uh what we're gonna do on Friday uh we're gonna talk about that I decide I've decided some things against that or for oh, okay. I don't know we'll see it, it's I, I started thinking about it and felt a little condescending but we'll we'll chat about it i'm gonna see what you guys think we'll chat a little bit about it. um i felt maybe it'd be too niche and with a, a people that are gonna go and watch that show again it, it's probably gonna be kind of rough to watch that they're just gonna think we're morons so um yeah. <laughs> as we're talking out plans for another show on the show um anyways so the 90s on uh netflix is really good from cnn i love those series they're produced by um mr tom hanks and mark hersog and stuff like that i recommend them go check them out they're really good yeah it just uh taking off of that the three things that i remember most about the 90s because i was born in 85 so i remember the 90s vividly i did much of my maturation in the 90s um are you talking about touching three... yourself I'm just kidding. Yeah, that too. Uh, <laughs> three of the biggest things that I remember in no particular order. Um, OJ Simpson trial. Oh, yeah. Um, Oklahoma City bombing. Yep. Um, and the um, Clinton scandal. Yeah. Huge moments in history. And then uh, one right behind that would be um, the Branch Davidians. And Waco, dude. Yeah. And Waco, Branch Davidians, Waco. I remember that very vividly. Oh, yeah, same thing, huh? I knew that. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah, and a lot of that stuff's talked about, and they do a whole thing on the music of the 90s. You know, you guys have seen those docuseries from CNN. So they do the music, they do the TV, big news that was going going on. And what's cool is the music one is so – well, the TV one is so big, they actually split it into two episodes because there's so much, like, you know, they go through the ending of 80s TV and the start of 90s TVs. It's just – it's crazy how much is in there. But the music one is awesome. Sometimes on like like late like Friday Saturday nights when everyone's asleep and I'm just like watching TV. Sometimes those are like my favorite like just like guilty pleasure watches. Like oh, oh yeah. they're talking about the '90s. Oh, let's just watch it. These ones are great, man, and they're just done. They're done really well. They're done very historical kind of thought process in mind and how they affected everything. So it's fun, man. It it really is, and uh, I really I really love those series that they're doing with that. And if if you've been a fan of any of the other ones, you'll love the '90s. Oh yes, one, so. I, I gotta check it out. You said it's on. It's on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix now. Holy it's, crap! It's killer. Yeah. Gotta watch. Yep, I recommend for sure. So, uh, anything else you guys been watching? I, I feel like we've been on Netflix a lot here. We've been talking a lot of Netflix, a lot of Netflix. Yeah, I watched some Netflix. movies. But yeah, dude, I watched. You guys would care about. I but... watched a ton of movies. <laughs> oh, so I went. Hear it. I went and watched uh, Littlefoot. Smallfoot. Smallfoot. I'm, I, I was gonna go watch. What I was gonna go watch that tonight after the show, but then we started late, and now the movie I won't be able to make it. So. Smallfoot it looks funny. Pretty, it's pretty adorable. Yeah, like it, it, it looks it, good. It, it was nothing yeah. amazing for sure, but it was it was a pretty adorable little movie. It looks I mean, pretty funny. Uh, not really that funny. But uh, they it, put it was, all the funny parts in the previews. Yeah, most likely. Okay. Um, so damn it. But it was, it was okay. But then was it last week? My wife um, went out of town with her sister during the day, and I had to pick my daughter up from school, and they went out to San Diego, and she's like, man, we won't be back till probably 6, 7 o'clock at the earliest. And I was like, all right, cool. So uh, there was a serious dry spell of ki- for kids' movies, like, the last month. Yeah. Like, there's been nothing except for, like, uh, if you could find, like, Hotel Transylvania or Incredibles, which my daughter had already seen. Yep. And then I started, I started looking up online, and I found out, and AMC in Riverside out here, it's about 30, 40 minutes from me, was playing um, Princess and the Frog, the Disney movie. Yeah. Which I'd never seen. It's a pretty solid funny. one, man. I was actually surprised by it when I watched it. I still I, haven't seen it. I took I took my daughter to go see it, and, and she loved it. Uh, she had had a long day, so she wasn't the best uh, acting um, in, the th- in the theater, but um, she... Uh, I love the art style of it because it was like the first time you'd seen, I can't think of the last time we've seen a regular Disney movie come out. That's literally like a cartoon. It's oh, yeah. not it, a it was... 3d whatever. Um, I loved, I just loved seeing the old school art style again because that's yeah. so rare to see in a theater at all. And I loved like the setting of new Orleans and, yep. and all that. I actually really enjoyed the movie. It was really good. Yeah, I was really surprised by it. It came out of nowhere for me. Uh, I was in Dallas at the time when I saw it. and um, Yeah, it got recommended to me by a friend, and I decided that I was bored on a weekend, checked it out, and it was good, man. I had I, I was very surprised by Princess and the Frog. It was good. Yeah, it, 
it had a very good heartfelt story behind it and stuff too it was really good i digged it nice so. uh well my neighbor totoro has been out in theaters the last three days and i went and saw that oh, on sunday that's what i should have and it was awesome and yeah if you could have found that for ellie that would have been killer for her too because i'm sure she would have gone nuts for some totoros <laughs> so adorable they are they're just big old cuddly like cat bears and they're awesome man uh, i didn't know that yeah. movie's 30 years old yeah right it's old That's as crazy. us old as us now yeah because they're showing it all those like every like two weeks they're showing like a different one down here yeah well this one they did a special showing for it and they did it three days in a row and the first day it was uh dubbed and then the second day which i went and saw was subbed so you actually got to see it in the original japanese with subtitles and then today they did it as well and it was dubbed again so they did dub sub and dubbed three days in a row dub sub hmm. dub dub sub dub 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 there's so many of those those uh studio studio ghibli yeah the studio uh, ghibli stuff's been all all, all summer seen, like, it's been all summer yeah I, I know and i haven't seen like any of them <laughs> i did i went and I saw, see the poster yeah. of them I see the poster of them whenever I go to the movies. I'm yeah. like, damn, I really need to bring my daughter to go see those. I did uh I did uh Princess Mononoke, Porco Roco, um and obviously I did uh I've my neighbor Totoro. I've never even seen House Flying House Flying Castle. Castle was phenomenal. House Flying Castle is my favorite one, honestly. Like there's something about House Moving Castle, uh House Moving Castle that I love, and I've actually gone to like different artists and tried to commission pieces of art for it, and no one's pulled through for me yet. So, I'm still on the, I'm still on the work. And if you know a great artist that I could commission some work out of, you guys let me know, because uh, I will have some work for them. Because I really want some House Moving Castle stuff that I've been. I'll do it. I bet you would. I bet you would. <laughs> I bet you would. Uh, doubt you would get what I needed, but uh, I, I appreciate your, uh, I appreciate the effort, Ken. As long as you like stick figures, we're good to go. Man. Well, that's the cool thing. I don't want any figures in it. You got to draw me a castle. So, I can do that. Yeah, I bet you could. I bet you could draw some good parapets and you know draw bridges. I'm gonna make. Yeah. I'm gonna draw a castle in a text message right now. And send it to you. <laughs> do it. As good as the presidential alert that you sent. There's no way. There's no way. That one's good. Mm. Uh, so I watched a shitload of movies. I'm not going to go into all of them, but I do want to give a couple of highlights real quick, uh, for flicks. I think you guys should go and check out because I do honestly, honestly, highly recommend going and watching crazy rich Asians, uh, go and take your lady on a date night, go by yourself. I don't care. It's really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. And I'm not even uh, mad about it, but, uh, searching, with uh john cho mr uh harold from harold and kumar i looked at this trailer and i first saw it and i went that's gonna be so bad there's no way that i want to watch this guy sitting in front of a laptop yelling at people about his daughter for 90 minutes right Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't have been more wrong about that movie. I really, really liked it. John Cho is a guy that I don't, I don't want to see movies without him anymore. Um, he was so good, and honestly, I, w- I want to personally apologize to John. Um, I know he's a big fan of the show, and uh, yeah, I'm sorry, John, for doubting you not being a phenomenal, amazing actor and being able to carry a fantastic piece of work like you did with Searching, and thank you for it. Uh, searching, 
story-wise, not horrible, pretty good. Uh, but um, little, you know, little, oh, I bet it did this and that. But uh, overall, super solid. Was a big, big fan. And if you can find that still in theaters, I recommend it. It's kind of on its last leg right now. It was just doing like two showings a day at this theater right next to me. So, And the last one, and I don't know if you guys are a fan of Mr. Michael Moore, uh, but Fahrenheit 11.9, oh, so good. Oh, so good. Uh, highly recommend as well. Fahrenheit 11.9. I wonder what that's about. I don't know. Yeah, you guys can figure it out. Go watch a trailer. You'll figure it out real quick. Hmm. Uh, but other than that, no, th- those are just some highlights. I've I've watched um, 13 movies in about a month now. So trying to catch up on that quest for 100. Uh, Mandy, Hotel Transylvania uh, 3, Peppermint, White Boy Rick, House uh, with a Clock in Its Walls, Hellfest, Fahrenheit 11.9, The Nun, Searching, Crazy Rich Agents, Christopher Robin, and uh, hopefully soon Smallfoot as well. So. All is Crazy place. Rich Asians, is that a good movie? It is. I just recommended it to you, if you remember, less than a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're... I, I guess uh, you missed out on that just because you're going through so many. <laughs> Thanks for spacing out on me, Nick. I appreciate you. Uh, anytime, anytime. So, let's get to some meat potatoes unless you guys have anything else. You, uh, you guys, have you guys played any video games at all? Because I've been playing a shitload of Spider-Man and way too much World of Warcraft. I've been playing Madden. Ah, Madden, okay. Oh, you got Madden, so you need to no, get Madden. No, I don't have the Madden, new one. I, I'm just playing the what? old one just because <laughs> it's the fall season. <laughs> Who plays old Maddens? What? I do. Dude, the new Madden is so good. It is so good. I don't believe it. I've been, I've been playing it a lot. My bears do really good in Madden, fortunately. So, um, only in Madden. So, they're doing well right now. Yeah. They're do they're top yeah. of kings Three of the north. One. Kings of the north. I've been uh I've been playing some No Man's Sky. No receivers, can, but... but still three and one. <laughs> no Man's Sky, really nice. The bears, the bears have plenty of receivers. They not. Not they don't have that. I mean, they're kind of a little bit better your off whole, than the Cowboys. Your whole offense, except for Ezekiel Elliott's hurt. I know. Well, <laughs> terrible actually. <laughs> terrible or hurt, hurt, but terrible. Terrible or yeah. Hurt. But the uh, Bears are kind of have a weaker receiving core when you compare it to other NFL teams that are much better off. We got Allen Robinson, Trey Burton, Taylor Gabriel. Trey Burton and Taylor Gabriel are not guys are at home about. Yeah, okay. Oh wow! You go, you go but, but 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 someone's a little sour about <laughs> their <laughs> their Dallas season over here. Yeah. Hey, someone's I been watching a lot more just... college football than pros. I've taken it, huh? Just 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 my <laughs> honest opinion that it, although they did have good stats in this last game, I mean six God, touchdowns I hope, thrown I by Trubisky. We play this year and we snap Dak Prescott's leg in half. And then can... <laughs> you guys need to finish the job you did on. Aaron Rodgers first. I know. First. I know. We didn't. We didn't. You we guys, didn't uh, fully do the break. You we didn't finish it. We, you didn't yeah, finish Dad the work. Scott isn't good. We well, we softened him up for you guys, and somehow you decided to just tie. <laughs> we decided we still wanted to tie the game. 
we were like, you know, we appreciate all you've done for us, Chicago, but we're only gonna we're only gonna fuck uh, this up slightly. I'm sorry, ties should never be allowed. Bro, it should have been it should have been correct. a double loss. I hate a, I hate the <sighs> fact that there's a third column with a one so in it on stupid. our yes. record. It is awful. It messes so everything up, man. It really does. It's I hate so ties. Dumb. So but um i've been playing uh no man's sky when i can but i really just haven't had much time to, to play games either i've been dipping into um uh um octopath when i can too there you go um but you know i i i, I need something fresh i'm just kind of is like it this month games, or so. next month when mario party drops mario party comes out on friday okay so i have a I think we should all get Mario Party and play online with each other. Is all I'm saying. Fuck yeah. So I actually I just got a text yesterday from the guys I play fancy with, and they're like, "Hey, on a Saturday, uh, we're all gonna get together and have dinner. You can bring the kids, and we're definitely playing Mario Party." And I was oh, like, "Oh, I'm totally dude, <laughs> I'm so jealous. That dude, sounds I'm awesome." Super excited because yeah, you know. That's just cool. Yeah, that's just freaking awesome. And I'm I'm not buying it right now, so I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. I Y'all wanted, probably I, suck I, at I, it. I first. just know my experience with Mario Party games; they're not fun by yourself. No, they're not. Well, they're that, not meant for yourself. That's, that's, though. that's the whole of, thing. A lot of games like that are. You're it's not, like you got to play with somebody else. You're not meant to like play Mario that by Tennis. yourself. Is that fun playing the CPU? No. Yeah, it is actually. Uh, it kind of is. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of awesome actually. Mario Tennis really? has been really good. It, it, like you don't. It's not have, super like, deep. Three times more fun when you play someone else and beat them and talk shit about it. Oh, that's definitely. It's not the fact that it's more fun or less fun. It's still fun though. Like you can still, you're still really entertained with the solo player on that game. Now, Mario Party, not the case. Definitely not the case. Usually, usually not the case. But, you know, if you don't have a bunch of friends to play with, the computers on high levels are uh, they're pretty brutally tough to beat. And I like the idea of all the new games and stuff. I really wish, though, that they just released a Mario Party Sports, honestly, because I would love to get just baseball, like the sports games by themselves. I don't like that they're rolled into Mario Party right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I would like Aces obviously is fantastic, but uh, like I, I want Mario Strikers back. Like that on the GameCube, the soccer Mario Soccer on the GameCube was amazing, and Mario Baseball on the GameCube was phenomenal. Um, I love Mario Baseball. That just they're a ton of fun. Uh, they really are, and I wish they would uh, just do like a Mario Sports uh, kind of collab on that. That would be really good. So get on it, uh, Reggie Phyllis and May, uh, listening to the show right now. Make sure to drop us a review, you dirtbag. Yeah, come on. <laughs> um, probably not great to insult the guy for asking for a review first, but it's all good. Or at least some he, he gets a, he gets a good joke. He gets a good joke. Yeah. Um, have I, either of you really? I haven't really been online a whole lot since they started rolling out the whole new Switch Online stuff. Uh, have you guys been dabbling with that at all? Yeah, I. Dude, I, I've been I so play, busy. <laughs> I, I played through. The, I played through the games on launch. Yeah. Um. Um, and it was cool. I, I played some of them. I've been playing like uh, 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 Super Mario Three. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanuki Tales, like man. Tanuki Tales. Like, like not like religiously, but it's still cool to have. You know, yeah. I mean, the value's there. It's for easy, sure. Twenty bucks for a whole year. Sign me yep. up. Yep. Uh, yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, 
100%. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I thought the the price point, I think, is stupidly perfect for what I yeah. use the Switch online for, you know? And, and, you know, since I didn't grow up with the base Nintendo at home, I, I mean, my first console I had was a Sega, and then I went straight to 64. Sega. So, like, I, I never had, you know, I just depended on friends to play most of those Nintendo titles. Yeah. And a yeah, lot that, of stuff I've never played. Like I was playing Tecmo Bowl, and I was like, I don't think I've ever yes. actually played this. Like when I was a kid, oh, I, I had Bowl. I had one friend who, who had Tecmo Bowl, <laughs> and he was a uh, he was a huge Cleveland Browns fan, and <laughs> so we it was awful. Like we never knew that you could just pick Bo Jackson on the Raiders and just destroy everything, uh, because we were always like Vikings versus the Browns. And it was just always awful. Like it just was. I never remember having that much fun. And then people are like, "Oh, but you got to go use Oakland and Bo Jackson." And I was like, "Oh, so that's how you had fun? Is you just went and used the best player ever?" Like, and <laughs> what what Switch Online does so good is remind you about how easy we have it with games. Oh now. God, because yes. Those games are just fucking. They're just hard. They're Those really. Most they're really tough. old Nintendo games are just difficult ass games and there's no redos Mm-mm. there's no continues no. there's no shit like well that. there's like, a pattern to all those games and you have to go yeah. at it mercilessly over and over and over again to learn the patterns and once you learn the patterns you have to kind of memorize the pattern for the entire game and if you mess it up boop you're dead and you go back to the beginning yeah there's no yeah yeah there's no save but I points do love, or... i do love with switch online how you can make your save points now well yeah you can um, suspend the game and it'll hold on for you so that's cool no you you just create a oh the cloud saves yeah no, no while you're playing the game you like press start and you can just you have like five save files for every game and you can just save it and then go do whatever yeah but those are those the cloud saves right uh, I don't think it has anything to do with cloud. Oh, I it's thought it, I thought that's was I thought it was all tied to, into each other. Save. That's on me. Okay, no worries. You're good. It's still cool though. Like, yeah, uh, it's like, great. I like I've never played the original Zelda. Oh you yeah. Know, and I was like playing through that and like creating like my little save points, and then like I turned it back on. I was like, oh, that was cool. Hey, look at that. <laughs> yeah, it used to not be like that at all. It was it sucked. <laughs> I remember having to leave that game on, man, and leave it running. So that way, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, because if it turned off or reset or got kicked or fell or something, oh god, it's just or just or just decided it was gonna crash. Like I've I've been playing. I remember my cousin playing it one time and just getting like four or five dungeons deep, feeling good, like we're gonna make it. We're gonna be staying up all night for this, and then, but like son of a bitch, not good. Oh feelings. man, I, I'm sad. I with um. The only downfall with my current situation and the new job that I have is I don't have time to play the games that I love anymore, and it sucks. I need to find ways to make time. That's the key, man. That's the key. Always got to find time. time I know I can make time because if Kenny can make time with two kids, I can make time. (laughs) I haven't learned how to to budget my time yet because I'm still – get my feet wet with this but so i barely just... make time for the record it's not really time like it's just like it's just kind of like okay like i haven't been able to pick up my switch forever it's a moment like it's been a it's while moments. since i picked up my switch and it's missing me i hear it calling my name 
Yeah, so I propose well, we all go get Mario Party. LinkedIn, with all the time you spend on LinkedIn, you can just play your Switch at the same time. LinkedIn. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm usually on LinkedIn at work, though. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm usually networking jobs at work. Why don't so. you just Why don't you just get LinkedIn on your Switch, dude? That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'd get in so much trouble for playing the Switch at work. Come on, I know it's Nick. all good. <laughs> We're teasing you, Nicholas. All right, uh, gents. Any, uh, yeah, lots of World of Warcraft. Battle for Azeroth has been pretty solid for me. I'm playing a lot of Dude, that. Did you see the news on Blizzard? No, what's up? They just released a press statement. Mike Morheim stepped down. Oh, no, what? Mike? Yeah, they just released a press. Yeah, they just released a press announcement for it. Right before BlizzCon hmm. like this? I know, right? What's That's up with that? Who's taking over? Who's taking Who's taking uh, Morheim's spot? I I can't remember the oh name. Some name I didn't know, though. Well, hold on a second. You guys talk about something. We need to dig into this. This needs to be a oh, topic by the of way, conversation. By the way, I, I've i totally like had the chance to go to BlizzCon, and then I looked at the date, and I realized it's my son's birthday. Yeah, unfortunately, so, um, I have my QBR during those dates, and I will not be able to make it no matter what. I didn't put my time in soon enough. And uh, because I didn't do that, I got locked into my uh, quarterly business reviews. Well, so. um, I felt bad because my friend. Unless you just had a piece of My friend did all this work to get the na- the badge under his name again. Yeah. So I could use it. And then I was like, dude, I was like, so what's the date again? I was at his house and he's like, it's November 3rd. And I was like, wait, November 3rd? He's like, yeah. And I looked at my wife and I was like, shit, that's Shepard's birthday. God damn it. Like, there's no way I can go. Yeah, there's no way. All right. Mike Morheim stepping down 27 years with the biz, dude, with Blizzard. Oh, my goodness. That's worrying, man, because then you had what's-his-name from the Hearthstone team step down recently, too. Yeah, It was like two, like, the the cornerstones of of Blizzard in general, like, step down, like, that worries me. So, World of Warcraft executive producer J. Allen Brack has taken over as president of Blizzard yeah. Entertainment. Wednesday no, afternoon. Wow, this is hours. This is hours different. Holy shit. Yeah, and it sucks because, like, you know, Mike Morheim and, um, God, who was the guy who did Hearthstone? Um, uh, Brode. Ben Brode. Mm-hmm. Like those guys were like the, like some of like the the faces of Blizzard. They were the fun part of that business, and it's like, man, I wonder what it's going to change into now. Man, this is crazy. Well, good for I mean, good for him. I know he Morheim's, uh, you know, good for him. I hope he goes and retires well. It kind of it, it blew my mind that Holy you know, hell. like when Ben Brode when Ben Brode left, he didn't leave. He was retiring. Yeah, at like the ripe age of like forty-two, right? Like, seriously, Christ. no, seriously. These guys are, you know, they're ha- they're going to be set for life. Their families are set for life, and it's all off of video games, dude. And you know, Morheim, what two years ago, or not Morheim Metzen, two years ago as well. I mean, these yeah, guys, too, yeah. yeah. I mean, these guys are, you know, they're riding off into the sunset, dude. And I, I wish them the me. best, man. It worries me. It worries me. Because the, the, it's just that that was like some of that like original Blizzard team spirit, and I think they were kind of the 
the flag bearers for like, hey, you know, this is how we do things, yeah. and I don't care. They stood up to Activision, how. man. They stood up to Activision. Yeah. That, that was their company. And, they are Blizzard Activision, not Activision Blizzard. That's what worries me now. Yeah, well, now I definitely don't want to go to BlizzCon because if Morheim's not going to be there to give the keynote speech, I don't want to listen to anybody else. So, <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's not BlizzCon if Morheim's not opening up the ceremony, dude. Yeah, Talking it's about not if he's not rooting for the horde in front of everyone. Uh, Morheim <laughs> wasn't uh, Morheim wasn't a honk like that. That was Metzen. Metzen was a oh, yeah, that pure was Metzen, yeah. horde biased man. Um, yeah, well, so are we talking? it's crazy. That's awesome for them. You know, I love Blizzard stuff, as you guys know, and as you, this should, people on the show know, me and Kenny are huge fans of them. So it's just what it is, man. And I, honestly, I just wish I had more time to Battle for Azeroth's been I'd... really good. Has it? I heard yeah. it's great. It's been really solid. There's been a lot of criticisms around it, but it's more for the higher end raiders, which are a very small portion um, of the communities, yeah. obviously. And I think the biggest thing, though, is that there is the loot right now. The whole new Azerite loot system is very wonky. It it doesn't make a ton of sense. It kind of sucks that just getting a new piece of gear that's a higher level than your old one isn't a direct upgrade like it should be. And, you know, there are I definitely see where a lot of complaints are coming from and it does affect a lot of people. And but I think it's catching a, a really hard rap for what honestly for me hasn't been affecting the entirety of the game like i know it is for so many others that are you know they they put their hearts and souls into that game man they invest that that's their living right like this game is so many people's living this is what they make their lives off of support their families off of and when it's something that's as frustrating as the new loot system with the azurite pieces of armor um I see where a lot of the rage is coming from. I just, I feel like they're almost like they're building communities of just ranters and ravers that just kind of shit on everything. And I, I, what I hope doesn't happen is it doesn't create pockets of fans that become volatile and watching someone like Morheim step down, who was such a, a, a proponent of being a positive community and a positive force in online communities. Um, you know that that is a little shaky, man. He was a he was a huge yeah, I mean, person and part of what, why Blizzard games are so great and why they're so positive and fun to be around. His opening speeches every year, he would always touch on positivity in the gaming community and yeah. helping each other and, and thinking thinking more than yourself when you're doing things. You know, he was always a a big. You know, it always put the a conference like that with a bunch of people you don't know around you in a very good light at the beginning. It oh, was yeah. Always a good start. Always great, man. Always great. And me and Matt were usually kind of buzzed already we by were... 1030 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> as uh, as one of the comedians I've watched on Netflix that uh, that James uh, uh, Acaster uh, is his name, he says there's four states of all existence. Sober, tipsy, drunk, and hungover, and we were definitely in the tipsy phases, if not drunk, by those times every time. Yep. So, <laughs> yep. we were those guys standing at the mini bar as it was opening. Yes. Like, hey, we're on vacation. We're, we're yeah. drink. Yeah, ready yeah. to go. Yeah, it's yes. I know it's only ten thirty. Let's continue. Let's let's not have a conversation about the time. Let's serve those drinks, my, buddy. My my hotel's walking distance. Yeah. Don't judge me. <laughs> how about we? How about we not worry about how much, what you're pouring me at ten o'clock in the morning? Yeah. How about you just get to dip? 
<laughs> <laughs> my only responsibilities today is to watch esports and drink. Yeah, and my that's what it was. the only responsibility I'm, I'm, was not to die, and that that was even so came into question a couple of times. I'm so pumped for my three friends that are going because they're all huge Blizzard fans, Good. and I mean one one of them is the guy who like uh uh tried to give me like a bootleg copy of warcraft 3 back in the day you know like they've been playing blizzard games for so long and when they told me they got tickets i was like are you serious and like yeah and i was like you guys are gonna you guys are gonna love it and they were like well what should we do and they were like asking me about the they've never been stuff. i was like no they've never oh been. yeah hearts, that's dude. gonna be great they, they both, they play they play all the Warcraft expansions. They play Heroes of the Storm. They play Diablo. Like they then they've played them for as long as I can remember. One of the guys used to play StarCraft One with me in middle school, you know. So like they've always played Blizzard games, and I was like, guys, like you're gonna love it so much. And I told them about the mini bars, and they went, wait, what? I was yeah. like, dude, there's mini bars everywhere. And everywhere. they're like, are you serious? I was like, yes, I'm serious. And they're like no way like they were like what like they were freaking out it's honestly the best convention every year it really is like yeah. it's just it's such a great time and probably that that's because you and i get to just hang out and drink the whole time and you know don't have to worry about being in the sun or people freaking out nope. or losing their minds or worrying about schedules and stressing nope. Mm -mm. Um, you no, know, we just show yeah. up. We just show up. We watch lots of video <laughs> games. We yell and scream. We drink. We revel. We rouse, and walk outside for a smoke and a you know a piss every once in a while. So, yep. <laughs> it's usually how it works. It's huh? a great time, man. It's a great time. And uh, with the great time being said, uh, anything else you guys have, man? I think it's uh, let's wrap this baby up, man. It's been a good what while here. I appreciate better call Saul. You. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, let's talk yeah. some better call Saul. Absolutely. <laughs> I did the watch show episode, so the best show that's on right now. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. It, uh, by far the best show out right now. I I loved I love seeing Huel. I love seeing what they've done to make him not seem like a bad guy. I love I love seeing uh, uh, Saul finally start to be, you know, tricky Saul. and selling He's not Jimmy selling anymore. The phones. He's Saul. No, yeah, yeah, he's not. I love, I love seeing him selling the phones. And selling the phones. Yep, his hustle. The the pinata store and like well, all the best, those little things. The best part about all that though is they're straight hustles. Like they're not legit in any way, shape, or form. No, like no, not at all. He there's can't no, get no, on the straight yeah. and narrow. And I think that's what's so good about what Bob, how what Bob Odenkirk does with his character. And he's so brilliant with his hustle. It's not just like just some average joe trying to hustle people this i mean he really really has some smarts like sure. to come up yeah, with the and, stuff that he does and following following this whole thing about um like the german construction crew at the site yes. like that's super interesting to me too i never would have thought this show would go somewhere like that and like really showing that like backstory that doesn't that has nothing to do with saul and I love that they're breaking into all of uh, uh, Mike's backstory throughout this whole thing. And they're not focusing strictly on Saul. It's like, yeah, it's better call Saul, but it's almost like Breaking Bad prelude. But hold you know, on. That's really what it is right now. Let me just, I have to, because you said something there that I, I have to, you know, talk to you about, though. So let's, okay, we're all huge. We're all Saul. have huge, we're all huge fans of Breaking Bad, obviously, right? 
Oh, absolutely. And spoiler alert, Breaking Bad, later seasons, he teams up with this guy, Gus, and he starts making meth for him in a lab underground. Now, if we were watching those labs underground, and they were like, hey, I hear they're going to have a spinoff show about the lawyer, Saul Goodman. Oh, yeah, that sounds awesome, right? This is going to be great. Yeah, and in one of the episodes, they're going to talk all about how they built that meth lab. Would you be like, oh, my God, that sounds like the most exciting thing ever? Nope, not at all. Absolutely not. But you know what? No. When that thing popped up and they started talking about it, I couldn't wait to see how it started getting built. Yeah, it's so, it so <laughs> cool. It's, it's awesome because they go into such depth with how it's being built with the with the team from Germany coming over. And you grow to like the characters, especially uh, Werner. He's a cool character. Well, not even so much like uh, the like depth Werner. of it, right? But everything – what, what's been really cool about Better Call Saul and how it kind of is an adjacent story, right? A prelude, if you will, to Breaking Bad is all of the set pieces of Breaking Bad, all of the side characters of Breaking Bad. We're getting all of the stories of those and we're getting this great big lore of those pieces and areas and people. Yes. And I think that's what the greatest part about Better Call Saul is. Is it, character is development it, is it's just an it's a story of enrichment and it makes all of these things so much more real and viable and it's like it's like shitty fan fiction that is done so well and i can't get enough of it and i love it dude yeah just just the character development that they've been doing with the yeah, show okay. and all the backstories I, i'm loving it and even introducing these new guys like uh, the most recent episode they introduced um Hector's um, Salamanca's, yeah, his ne one of his Hector nephews, Eduardo Salamanca, yeah, yeah. Eduardo Salamanca. I forget what he went by, um, but yeah, I mean, and he seems like a pretty interesting character. He seems like a total like, dirtbag, and I love him. Yeah, I want to know more about this guy because you know that he has this facade and you know that he's a real evil guy. But even like you things, can just tell he's an evil dude. Not just like the lab underground, right? But even in this last episode, right, where we get the backstory on Hector's bell attached to his wheelchair from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yes. Like, how, do, like how did you guys have – I mean, I literally – I had a little – I was like, oh, my God, that's so awesome, right? Like, did you guys yes. not have that same feeling Agreed. when that br got brought up? Yeah, so as soon as I saw that box open and the bell, I'm like, I holy shit, it, dude. it's the bell. I, I, fucking, I immediately knew, like, oh, my God, it's the bell. <laughs> it's the, like, <laughs> if someone was watching me and they're like, what the hell is this jackass talking about a bell for? Like, <laughs> like, I, it's, I've never seen someone so excited about a bell. Yeah, but it's it's exciting for fans of this world. And I love that what Better Call Saul is doing is not just giving you the story of, of Jimmy McGill and how Saul was born. It's, it's giving us the lore of this world and it, it's building these characters in this world to bigger depths. And, and I, it's awesome. It's just fantastic. And I, I, the storytelling is absolutely second to none right now, but it's very niche. Yeah. It's, and you just can't jump into it. That's the, that's the thing that I think is holding this show back from being, I think recognized as one of the best is, you can't just jump into this and know what's going on. Yeah, there's just so many badass characters. I mean, I can't. There, I mean, can can you even pick out a weak character that you're just like, 
I don't want to follow no, this person's story. Not right now. No. You, you just not can't. Right now. There's there's not a single weak character in the show, and that's what makes it so amazing. Yeah. No, and they. I mean, they, we we killed the character off last year, and you know, it, it's just it's crazy, like how much they still move forward, and it's there's life in these in this show, right? There's life in these characters. There's drama. There's story. There's excitement, and it's and it's not excitement of shooting guns you know and cursing people out and having sex and and doing those graphic things that will bring you know a lot of excitement to storylines you know i mean that's you know that's part of why there's huge fans of game of thrones right because you know there's tits and dragons all over the place spitting fire right um and you know that's kind of plays to some of our lesser desires but at the same time it's still entertaining don't get me wrong i love me some game of thrones but better call Saul, it just does it on a different level, and I love it. I really do. It's so much. It's so good. It really is. As far as yeah. recaps of the show, um, you know, I don't know if we can really. I mean, we're we're quite a few episodes out because we didn't get to talk about it with Wes really because he doesn't watch it. We had to convince him to watch Breaking Bad, which he's finally getting into. I did uh... finally. <laughs> I did tell him though, because he's talking about uh, he's he's getting towards the end of the second season, and I was like, oh man, that that season ends on such a high note. You're really gonna love it. Like you're really gonna enjoy how well they do that <laughs> into that story. Let me know he's when you finish it. And uh, he's in for a treat. Yeah, the end of the second season, we uh, we get a heroin overdose. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, come on. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't seen anything yet. Just wait. Yeah, so uh, I'm looking forward to hearing his reaction once uh, that season finishes. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be good. And yes, I did. And I can't mean... wait to see his reaction when he when the show finishes. And I did mean the pun of finish <laughs> on a high note. Absolutely. Uh, after that, um. But I like Saul, man. I love it a lot. Is there, I mean, I don't really want to. We can't really do a huge breakdown of it right now, honestly. Um, I did have a question for you guys, though, because I kind of, I had to watch this m- most recent episode. I had I had to do tw- I had to watch it twice um, because <laughs> I think it hurts being on network television. I think the whole hour long drama on network television with commercials, even though I have it recorded and I fast forward through the commercials hurts this show a little bit as far as keeping my attention honestly yeah i i agree some it hurts wait man. wait you, you don't you watch it live so, instead of uh, no i watch it record, i watch it recorded and i go through the commercials but honestly like i'm like uh like it's i don't know sometimes i i catch myself playing on my phone sometimes and just not paying attention i'm like oh shit yeah god damn it like, it loses my attention because it just it feels like maybe it's a little too long these episodes I haven't yeah. had that issue. Yeah. I mean, well, actually, no. Hold on. Some of the there, stuff there's is, been little some parts of the, where some of the stuff it just feels very dragged out. It didn't yeah. need to be that long, you know. I, and okay, so I just want to make sure I wasn't like I didn't want to be the only one feeling that way because honestly, Better Call Saul time is like time for me to throw on my Switch as well, usually. And every once in a while, when something starts getting good, I'll put the Switch down and start really diving into it. But other than that, I just find myself kind of spacing out to it no. i have the same yeah. problem, just not paying attention but yeah. i mean i, I do that with everything switch. except for game of thrones uh game of thrones i'm not i i kind of 
bide my time like that as well, though. I do end up playing something during Game of Thrones. There's usually. only been a couple of episodes, or I mean, you have your episodes here and there where you space out and do it, but for I the most know. part, I'm drawn in. Maybe I'm revealing to you guys too much. I need to go get a therapist about my attention deficit disorder right now, or something like that. We'll see. I don't know. Could be. <laughs> um. So yeah, maybe I just revealed I have uh, you know issues with that but anyways uh okay i just want to make sure i wasn't feeling crazy about it like that like i, I was like man maybe no. maybe it's this stuff's too long or something so. no i can i can totally see it it's definitely something that other people have experienced as well okay cool all right well we'll talk about that another day we will we'll make some conspiracy theorists of is tv dying or something and give you guys some drama to discuss on the next episode but as for that's concerned keep watching better call Saul, you guys it's a phenomenal show if you've dove, if you have dove out of it or anything like that have it up there there are some amazing moments of it maybe what we'll do is uh here towards the end of the season we'll uh we'll give you a recap of episodes you don't need to watch and episodes you need to watch kind of a thing and let you help you stream it faster or binge it quick or something like that yeah give you guys a service for the listening to the show we're wasting your hour here we'll help you make the most of the next hour with better call saul <laughs> all right uh gents that's what i got for you this evening anything else you guys want to talk about before we get out out of here no i've got nothing i'm good okay anything you guys want to see with better call saul before uh maybe some predictions or anything like that before we cut on out i want to see saul and gus meet but that won't happen this season it's just not i don't do you think they ever will they will but it's just not going to be this season. I mm. want to see Jesse meet Saul. I want to see Jesse meet Saul. That would be cool. Because yeah. at some point in time, Mike Herman Trout is going to recommend Saul Goodman for whatever reason for getting one of his guys out of trouble. And that's how they're going to meet. Or maybe Saul gets Gus out of trouble personally. And then he, Gus owes him a debt. Could be. Oh. So next question for you guys real fast before we kept, because now I'm like trying to drag the show out. But honestly, I have a question now, now that I'm, I'm thinking about it. Saul and what's his girl's name? Why can't I think her name? Kate. What's her, what's her name? I have a theory that she's going to die. When is she going to die? Is she dying this season or next season? Not this season, next season. She's dying for sure though, right? We, we can all see it coming. We can see it coming. I agree she's, with that. Somehow she's going to die. I don't know okay. how it's going to happen, but she's going to die. I feel like she's she's going away. Because I have no... Like, I just... There's the chemistry between the two. There's just no way that she's, like, not a part of his life at all during Breaking Bad. Like, she's just not there. Yeah. Or, something huge has got to go down for them to not and be And then, together. as far as the, the scenes in black and white that you see when he's at the... What is it? The Cinnabon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like she's... She's not there with them, or you don't see her. Well, he's under witness protection. Well, he's again new yeah, identity he's under and stuff, witness... right? Yeah, right, not witness but... protection, but new identity. You think he's under witness protection? No, I said he's not. He's definitely not because he bought his identity from that guy. There's no. That's not witness yeah. protection. That's just. Yeah. It's like it's just that she's not present there either. So you know that something happens with her to her. Kim. Dies. Kim Wexler. Sorry, I said Kate. Kim earlier. Wexler. I said Kate earlier. That's my bad. Uh, but yeah, Kim. I like her, but I don't. I don't think she's gonna make it through the series, man. I think she's gonna no. die. She's gonna die. If she doesn't die, Kenny, how do you want her written off the show? Uh, the only way I could see her is solved. so fucked up. Them just having an extreme falling out. Him doing something 
to turn his back on her that screws her over with her license or something. I could see something like that, that causing a big fallout. And she um, picks up and leaves. I mean, I have a feeling something's going to happen to her, but I don't know if she'll die. I mean, maybe they just have some sort of, you know, and we've already seen as much as we like Saul. He's he, he's a hustler. Oh, man, he's, a know, so. he's a dirtbag. He's a dirtbag. Let's be real. Uh, so I have a theory. I, it just it came to me the other day. I, I was in the car or whatever. Um, but I think that Jimmy and Gus meet because the case comes across Kim's plate, right? And I don't know if she's his prosecutor or defense, whatever, something against Gus, right? And Jimmy does something crazy enough where he has to, I don't know if he goes against her or what, but I think he exposes her in a way that Gus wins and he has no choice but to help Gus because he's going to kill everybody and everything around Jimmy, right? He's threatening him somehow, some way. And Kim gets thrown in prison. And I think what we're waiting for is their reunion in the black and white when she's released from prison. Mm, Interesting theory. Yeah. So that's just my little, you know, maybe throwing that out there, throwing some shit against the wall, seeing if it sticks. Um, But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I appreciate you guys, man. I'm glad you guys are on the show. Good to see you again. And uh, we'll talk some more episodes another day, man. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. All right. Well, cool, guys. Enjoy the rest of your evenings. And uh, thanks, for everybody, for tuning in. Ken, or, uh, Nick, where can everybody find you? Raiders, 0314. Nice. Kenny. Twitter. That's well, Barefoot. Cool. I'm the Big Papa Matt. You can follow me at uh, Big Papa Matt on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, you can follow the show at Nerd Moshpit on Twitter. Uh, hit us up on PlayStation Network at Son of Maku if you guys want to play anything cool. Uh, what we'll also do, and uh, we'll figure out a way to get this up there, if you guys want, hit us up on Twitter and uh, hit us up who you want to talk to, and uh, we'll share our friend codes with you for um, our Switch if you hit us up oh, on totally. Twitter. So hit us up on yes. Twitter, fans of the show, ask for our friend codes at Nerd mosh pit and uh we're i think i'm, I'm really going to convince these guys to get mario party and uh, we'll do some mario party stuff man through our switch so uh let us know if you guys want to join in on that fun and uh thank you all so much for tuning into the show remember to like subscribe share comment with friends family enemies all that good stuff and remember this nerd mosh pit uh watch out for the flying elbows and sweaty fat guys and uh enjoy the rest of your night have a good one bye see you guys bye, it's been fun don't come back This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction.